hips. We are going to dive down a little bit deeper. The, uh, the last episode was on school and bullying, and these will all kind of tie in together, and I know I'll get repetitive on some things. I apologize about that. I have complex post-traumatic stress disorder. You can deal with it. Um, so this episode, we're going to touch on um, the sports and activities that I was in, being left out while I was in those, um, and the other groups and such. Um, I played softball for many, 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 many years until I couldn't play softball anymore, and um, I really enjoyed it. What I didn't enjoy was not being encouraged, and I think some of the coaches, there, there were a few coaches that actually encouraged me and wanted me to do better. I can think of, I can think of two, Jeb Oaks and Sandy Beckel. Um, there were a couple others that I could have cared less for, um, but my main position was sitting on the bench. Nobody wanted to encourage me to do any better because, you know, I wasn't popular. You know how those things go. You gotta be popular to be good at sports. You can't be built. Um, so softball, you know, I did that for a few years. I, I started out, they always kept me in uh, right field behind first base because nobody hits there. So, you know, why they, they put their, their worst players out there. I was always in the outfield. Um, eventually, they let me start, you know, I got a little better. I started playing third base. I played shortstop. Um, and then I got the courage to have balls thrown at me and was a catcher. The only thing that sucked was I couldn't wear my glasses and I couldn't see shit. Um, so that was my summer sport. In the fall, I played soccer, you know. I think I just kind of ran around like my daughter Shyla did, you know, thinking I was a unicorn and chasing butterflies or something to that effect. Um, I enjoyed it. I don't really remember too much about it being negative. I don't have any ill feelings towards soccer. Um, I know that uh, my coach was absolutely amazing. She coached me throughout the whole time. It was really hard because my brother was on the same team and my mom was always cheering on my brother, but I never heard go, Allie, go, or you got this, Allie, or anything like that. You know, it was always Tyler the Superstar. Um, I did track when I was in seventh grade. I, uh, I tried it. I kind of liked it. But I didn't follow through with it anymore. We'll touch more on some of that stuff. I did cheerleading my seventh grade year. One and done for me. One and done for me. Um, just some of the things that were said. Some of the things I endured, you know. The final thing, you know, all four years of high school, I did marching band because, you know, what else is a, uh, a loner, geek, nobody to do? Um, I had to have a creative outlet, and that was it. So, all of the bullying that I endured, being singled out during games and events, you know, softball, like I said, I was always left on the bench. Soccer, no one would pass the ball to me because I wasn't Tyler, I was just Tyler's sister. And even to this day, if you ask anybody that knows my brother, and they know my parents, they don't even know that my brother has a sister. I think it's really messed up. But anyhow, that's off topic. So, you know, I wasn't popular enough to be the star. You know, like I 
sports are a popularity contest. You gotta, you gotta be, you know, somebody to be somebody. Um, cheerleading. I was, uh, I was bullied over everything. Um, I remember spending the night at somebody's house and they accused me of stealing some stuff. And uh, then uh, a shitstorm started. I apologize for the language, but. Um, I was accused of uh, stuffing my bra. That's just great, you know. They said that uh, they said that I had cotton balls and they they watched them fall out, and um, which wasn't true because I had developed over the summer from sixth grade to seventh grade, and so um, I remember many school dances where I wanted to go just to be part of it because of the music and being around people and they would bring cotton balls and throw them at me. They would throw cotton balls at me and call me cotton balls. Now they've called me that all through school. I, I've even had an adult a few years ago that didn't like something that I did and was friends with one of these bullies. Um, and she came and, you know, decided she was going to scream at me and call me cotton balls in my 30s. In her 30s. Like, who does that? So, you know, I, I, I just... We'll go back to track. You know, that was, that was probably the only sport where I really didn't get picked up, singled out, and I actually got encouraged. And I actually did some decent stuff. Um, I excelled track. Um, I did the shot put. I threw discus. I did the 100 meter dash. I did the 400 meter dash. I did relay races. I just, I don't know. I don't know what it was about that. And I only did one year and I just, I don't know why I never did it again. I don't know why I enjoyed it so much but didn't allow myself to enjoy it again. I, I understand now, you know, that being part of trauma and feeling like, well, you don't deserve anything good because nothing good ever happens to you. That was that was my own self-preservation and also my own self-deprecation. Um, marching band was an escape, like I said. Um, I was still singled out. I still had no friends. Even even you know the people that that nobody else wanted to be friends with still didn't want to be friends with me. It is what it is. So. I stayed solitary. I joined my freshman year. I was a flag girl. I did the uh, color guard my freshman year. Twirled the flags around. Um, tried out for it my sophomore year. Didn't make it. And so one of the seniors didn't make it. She decided to call her mom, and her mommy called, and you know you gotta put them online. Um, so my band director came to me and she's like, well, you know, I know you didn't make it, but this person's mom calls, so now we have to let everybody do it because we have to be inclusive. And I'm like, screw that. And she's like, I'm really kind of surprised to hear that from you. I was surprised I said it myself. Um, so she encouraged me to learn a new instrument. Now, mind you, I've been playing the clarinet since I was in fifth grade. Miss Roofing taught me. She spent a lot of extra time with me. Miss Roofing was... Um, Miss Roofing was amazing, and I miss her a lot. She, um, so my sophomore year, I taught myself how to play the mellophone while we were at band camp. One solid week it took me to learn how to play the marching French horn. It was, 
uh, really difficult. And I had a really, really, really great helper. Brian Seaver, I don't know if any of you guys know him. Um, absolutely amazing young man. And uh, helped encourage me to flourish with that. So when I went back to doing concert bands after March band season was over, I uh, I taught myself how to play the French horn because the fingerings were different. You know, you have the mellophone, which is an upright horn. The French horn is like this big round tube with tiny little mouthpiece. It's really, really, really difficult to play. Um, you know, mind you, I played I played the clarinet. I played the bass clarinet. Um, I've dabbled in the guitar. I play, you know, the mellophone. I've got the French horn. You know, I I just was my salvation and it saved me from my mother and it saved me from myself so I um, have a lot of uh, really great people and a lot of not so great people that don't deserve my mention and uh, I, I know the, the band director that we had the last two years my junior and my senior year um, he can rot in hell for all I care <laughs> um, and I know a lot of you guys already know who he is uh, he, he doesn't even deserve so, um, that's it for that episode, I guess. Um, the next episode, we're just going to touch base and dive a little deeper in uh, the abuse that my mother did to me. Um, I hope you guys keep watching. Remember to like, subscribe, comment, all that stuff, and we'll see you on the next episode.